Hello and welcome back to another Pack Mentality podcast. I'm Matt Bauer, the founder of Red Wolf CrossFit. Today we're going to be recapping the CrossFit Open. We have Danny with us today to kind of help us out. So, Danny, what are your initial thoughts? Um, the CrossFit Open was fun. Like we had our intermill teams, right? So we met every Friday. We came in. We had a theme. Uh, we wound up doing four weeks, one extra week, and I think we had a ton of participation from the gyms, like everyone in the gym, right? Yeah, that was, it was an absolute blast. That was definitely the highest amount of people we've ever had doing the intramural open. We started back in 2019 and I remember the first year we did it and it was, there was a huge learning curve. And I think every year we've definitely improved, uh, every year. And it's something that is one of our, our, actually one of our biggest events every year. And it's, it's actually, it's a ton of fun to put on. I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's so much fun because it, it gets people to get out of their comfort zone, break through some limitations, hit some PRs. Like I can't believe how many people uh, did so well this year. And it was really exciting to see how into it everyone got. Like the energy was amazing in the gym for the yeah. entire intramural open. Cause usually the first year it kind of fizzles out towards the end. Cause it, yeah. I think it was longer, but uh, this year was, was. Yeah. Being three weeks definitely helped out. Awesome. Yeah. Three right? weeks definitely helps out. It was good to get hyped up and going for three weeks. I think, uh, a lot of, there was a lot of excitement. I mean, you came in any class, it was like trash talk back and forth between each other. You know, it was like if you're on the team, you're still really encouraging to them, trying to push them to do a harder workout or harder weight. Um, I saw a lot of people try new things, right? Um, double unders was one of the ones that I saw people try. Uh, you saw a lot of uh, uh, new PRs with weights, things like that, right? So. It, it was a lot of fun, I think, in terms of what it was overall. Um, but we'll recap it, right? So we did the intermill open for everyone, mm-hmm. and we split up into two teams, Team Caitlin and Team Matt. I'm bitter that I still lost. It's so three team, years straight that I've lost. Team Caitlin pulled out the win at the end, which was amazing to all of us. Dude, what were the final points again? Do you remember? <laughs> yep. There were, uh, we, team Caitlin won by 12 points. 12 so, points? So it was eight. Uh, I, think, I believe it was 860 to 872. Was the total number of points at the end. Yep. So it was really close. It wasn't a runaway. That was for sure. And at least I'm gaining ground on her. Yeah, and Team Matt led all the way up to the final week. That's usually so. how it goes. You know, come out hot and then fizzle out at the fizzle end. Fizzle out strong, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, Team Caitlin will have a new banner hanging up shortly in a few months, right, once she gets that made. Yeah, um, I, I know we sent the order already. So yeah. we're just so, waiting to hear back. Everyone who's on that team will have a – you know, big surprise waiting for them when they come in, and they'll get to see that one. Lucky you guys. Lucky you guys. But, you know, let's – you know, the Intermittent Open was fun, but, like, the Open in terms of what we look at and what we experience is kind of a – it's a learning curve for even the coaches too, right? Because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen every week. Like, we don't have any say in the programming. We don't get to give our feedback to the programming. So, for us, it's kind of like a, a big thing to show up, right? Like, it's yeah. – we're, we show up on um, we show up on Thursday and we we get the workout and we're like great and we crank how, out our videos too yeah how I are we mean, supposed to a lot to do on the Thursday yeah like, how are we supposed to set up a class for all this right so yeah we, that's when we coordinate everything and we get everything prepped for Friday so. yeah so what we wanted to do is come in and kind of recap some of our takeaways and what we thought from a coaching perspective and what we could give you guys as some information to work upon build upon. And it kind of is your next focus going forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so what's I, the first thing we're going to talk about? Yeah, so I think the first thing was what was your biggest surprise from the Open this year? Every year they have something new that comes out, and every year it's something that we haven't seen before, or some kind of combination. 
what do you think was your biggest surprise as you know as the open came to us in terms of just movement, movement or combination or anything okay well i think the biggest thing that stands out for me personally and it, this kind of goes hand in hand with the same thing was i was not i was pretty surprised to see a one max thruster yeah um i wasn't really expecting that and but the cool thing was is a one max thruster is something I don't think we've really ever done at Red Wolf in 10 years. Maybe once or twice in the entire 10 years of Red Wolf, we've maxed out on a thruster. Well, we did something and similar to that. Similar, right. With a, It was more of a combo where we did like shoulder press or push press into a thruster. Yeah, exactly. And it was like shoulder fatigue kind of combination. But yeah, we never have gone for yeah, a one like, rep yeah, max Yeah, like thruster. a true one rep max. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do things similar. But the cool thing was is watching people put up a lot of weight or hitting a PR. And that, that was really satisfying as a coach and someone who designs workouts for the gym and everything to see people uh, do extremely well in a lift that they're not extremely familiar with either. Mm. And that was extremely rewarding. Yeah, for the top. For sure. I mean, the one rep uh, thruster was surprising. It was something you weren't ready to see or expecting for sure. I think uh, getting shuttle runs in the open, I mean, that was long overdue and expected, right? I was kind of expecting shuttle runs. I wasn't surprised to see that, but I thought that that was really cool to actually finally have a run in the open. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of fun to have a run in there for sure. Uh, I just think that that test alone, I mean, that was like the worst test for me personally was to go into the shuttle run into the burpee pull-ups, but it was good to see our true – monostructural tests like that usually we see a lot of weightlifting tests yeah, a lot of weightlifting or like a lot of jumping i thought for sure with the shuttle runs it would have something else with it it, I, it was just a straight like hey you're gonna just work capacity yeah. the, how much can you suffer yeah, yeah. How, how much can your heart take yeah your if you asked uh if you asked dr mike <laughs> it took a lot out of you oh i was right next to him <laughs> yeah. the entire workout we were pushing each other and i know for a fact i went out too hot because it was like three minutes in and I looked at the clock. I'm like, I better slow down. Yeah. And it was fun chasing him though. Cause we yeah. pushed each other and, and that was awesome. I but I do remember purposely slowing down. So I would have a little bit of rest before the thruster and I saw him still kind of staying hot. And then during the thruster, I think I got two lifts in before he even walked <laughs> over to the there. bar. Yeah. He yeah, was on he the was ground for down. a while. <laughs> yeah. He was like, it took a while for me, but to he killed it. He killed it. He smashed that workout. I'm not surprised. Yeah. There was a lot of good people, but that was kind of a big surprise to me to see a true monostructural test. I feel like, uh, especially in the open, I mean, that's where it belongs, but it was nice to see that because that was a test anybody could have done, Yeah, which was nice. Like there wasn't, it was it was really hard not to RX that one, yeah. right? Uh, but even the fitness with just doing the running and burpees to target, nice, yeah. something we do all the time here, which it, was yeah, good to see. it was a ton of fun. Like it didn't look fun on paper, but then once <laughs> no. you actually did it, like I mean, it wasn't fun because no, it but sucked. But you know what I mean, guys. It was it, it was like a really it was a well designed cro- classic CrossFit workout that yeah. w- that was very inclusive. Yeah, I thought that was very good. I mean, the the there were some pieces of the open where I didn't necessarily like 100%, but I think that was one of the things I really liked. Yeah. Right. All right. What's up next? Well, what's our biggest, what's your biggest takeaway away from the open? So now that we did all the tests, it's over. I mean, we just had quarterfinals wrap up not that long ago. As you look at it and we're getting ready for, you know, we have a whole year of training before the next open to get ready for our members, right? Mm -hmm. What was your biggest takeaway from that open? Okay, so in terms of like Could be workouts terms of anything. or... So for me, like I'll tell you, my, my, my okay. biggest takeaway was um, strength, 
there was a lot of strength tests, mm-hmm. right, and heavy strength tests that came out to it. So, like, in my terms, I was like, man, we need to get stronger. Especially yeah. uh, the third week when we had those heavy snatches and we had those strict handstand push-ups and even those wall walk fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that's kind of what stood out with a lot of members who I thought would do really well in that workout who didn't go as far as they, as they potentially could have. Right. I was thinking, wow, man, we really need to get stronger. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, strength is something that should always be part of the development, regardless of what program you're on, even if it's not CrossFit. So but yeah, that obviously stands out to me as well is uh, especially even myself when I started feeling those 135 snatches. And, you know, (laughs) you know, I I used to be really good at snatches. I've kind of slowed down (laughs) on my training. But yeah, I mean, I really felt it on that workout specifically, the snatches, the wall walks. And, you know, that is a big takeaway for myself as well. I, I, mean, I do like how well everyone is conditioned, but, you know, I definitely agree with you that, that strength is a, is a key component. I mean, yeah, like there, that was kind of one of those things where it's like you're not used to seeing real those, those, those kind of heavy jumps or those, those big of jumps with those heavy weights. Yeah, I mean. That's what kind of, so, I mean, yeah, like the. 135 was to 185. That's a 50-pound jump under fatigue. So. I mean, 95 to 135 was a pretty big jump that's a big that jump most people too. don't take anyways. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of surprising, I felt like, um, looking at that. And then, of course, the strict handstand push-up or the, you know, the, the upper body pressing under fatigue. Mm-hmm. If you think about that one, and then I thought about the volume of uh, the first event with the 50 toes to bar. Yeah. And then you get to the ring muscle ups and pulling under fatigue right there at the end. God, was, I was so sore. Yeah, it was really roughed up a lot of people. So, I mean, I was thinking about that, you know, you're, you're, you're fatigued or you're able to do high volume gymnastics or high volume pressing or pushing <laughs> under fatigue was also another really big takeaway I think they try to focus on. I mean, we did a lot of pulling <laughs> a lot of pulling yeah we did do I mean, a lot you think of about it like there's a lot of pushing too in terms of i mean we did like the shuttle run i know people don't think about that that's, that's a lot of pushing on your legs i think you're doing a burpee pull up so you have to push yourself up off the floor jump into the bar mm-hmm. it's a lot of pushing there you turn around you come into week three and we're doing snatching which is pulling from the floor wall walks which is pushing yourself up the wall into yeah. handstand yeah, that, walk. yeah, yeah. that kind of classic push pull yeah. combo yeah for sure so right, you know, cool. it's good to like talk about our t- takeaways so with all that in mind, we want to talk about what's to come in the next few months, right? Right. So what are we going to, like, what, what are we looking at as a gym as we sign to, like, come out of the open and we look at our training? Because for a lot of us, our, you know, our CrossFit season's over, mm-hmm. right? We're going to look to going into a off-season now, start getting ready, uh, get ready for summer, right? And then maybe we'll be doing some local comps or maybe we'll get into some other things towards the end of the year, right? Yeah, yeah, we have a ton of people competing at Battlegrounds, so I'm really excited to, to watch people do that. It's always fun to see, and we have a few people as their first competition, so yeah, we it'll have. be fun to watch them and see, and have them, they got their feet wet here, so it'll be cool to see them in person out there. And the big thing that we're going to be launching is going to be the um, the strength program. So we're going to be doing that deadlift clinic, and then we'll be st- starting a, um, a powerlifting cycle. Yeah, so we're going to go, so for, uh, first thing we're going to do is the month of April coming up for everybody, right? We're going to do a deadlift clinic. So one of the things that we kind of looked at as coaches and staff and everything was like, there was a lot of posterior pulling mm-hmm. that we, th- you know, like if you think about, there was the cleans and the first one, right? There was the um, thruster for the second one, which you saw to pull off the floor. You had the snatches. So a lot of posterior pulling, we noticed people gave out a lot of, right? Yeah. So to help us with that and strengthen that posterior, right, we're going to have um, a deadlift clinic. We're going to go over your deadlift. We're going to talk about it, things like that. And we're going to have it free for everyone. 
from there, we're going to go into a small group, right? And do a small group training. So we did this last year with Olympic lifting, right? We did a clean and a snatch kind of clinic, right? Mm-hmm. But this year we're going to do it with a small group and it's more focused on your traditional power lifting or overall strengths, right? So we're going to do deadlift, squat, and pressing more like a, a traditional CrossFit total. Yeah. Right. Just because we want to like raw strength was something that we noticed that we needed to work on. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. We want to lay a, a solid foundation and there's no better time to do that than once, you know, like the CrossFit is kind of more biased towards conditioning. So now we can kind of, you know, give the brain and the lungs and the heart a little bit of a break and move on to, to stressing yeah. the, the skeletal muscle a little bit more. Yeah. So that's going to be one of the things that we're looking at doing um, is starting that up in April. And then from that six week, um, you know, six week kind of small group that we're going into the month of May, we're going to look at doing changing our private track, right? We're going to switch oh, yeah. Up our I'm really tracks. excited about this. And this is something we've actually been thinking about doing for a better part of a year. For a while now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm very proud of the name that we came up with. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll tell you guys. So right now, if you guys don't know, like we offer private, tra- uh, private track coaching already, right? You come sign up and we do individual coaching for you for whatever your goal may be, right? So to help simplify this or to help make things better, we're going to try to make the tracks more community oriented, right? So we're going to mm-hmm. be offering two tracks going forward. The first one is what we're going to call build, mm-hmm. right? Build is your overall strength, right? This is great for um, weightlifting, right? Olympic or powerlifting, any sense like that. It's also great for gymnastic skills. Yeah. So and also you, just traditional bodybuilding. Traditional, too, right? So we're going to use traditional building. bodybuilding as your accessory piece to do it. This Now, the private tracks are going to be met to comp- or like go with the class program that you already have. Yeah, so it's not going to be like, well, you can only do the class program or you can do this, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's to help compliment. accessorize, right? Help you go with it. Um, and then you're going to have, we found that like when you have people on the same track with you, you're more likely to do it because you have that crew coming in be like, hey, you got what you got today, yeah. right? They're more excited to do those things. Yeah, each other. it's also one thing that, um, that I noticed just working with people one-on-one just for after all these years is the, the, the biggest things that I see that people lack is, you know, what we saw in the open was posterior chain strength and also scapular retraction. So, and then those are, those are things that we're definitely going to hammer in this, in this, in this program, just so that way people have, um, just so people have a better balance because there's like CrossFit's great for general physical preparedness yep. It's definitely going to be your core program and the one that you should be doing. But then on top of that, you know, we can make your CrossFit easier or better by just add tacking on these small things just after class. Well, I mean, I would tell you this, like a a lot of people come in with got none or got some, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of us who just start, we got, we got none. We got no pull-ups. We got no push-ups. We got no upper body pulling and stamina. So Mm -hmm. we need, like, we need some extra guidance or some extra things because when we first start, everything's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, it's like, that was, yeah, what should I work on first? You're like everything, like yeah. literally. So it's kind of guidance to that. Like, hey, like every day you're going to be touching some skill drills for like your pull-ups or your muscle-ups or your handstand push-ups. And then every day you're going to do some bodybuilding drills to help strengthen those small muscle groups that get super fatigued really easy, right? Exactly. And that's what we're looking at. And then some people have, like, we got, you know, that's the got none. Then we got people that got some, right? You come in, you got, you know, you got some muscle. You got ring muscle-ups, for example but you don't have ring muscle-ups under fatigue, mm-hmm. right? Or you, uh, your, your ring muscle-up transition isn't tight 
or connected because you haven't gone through some drills or strengthened certain pull-throughs, right? And now we got some, you know, in, in the build program, we're going to get in, into that and put you on those tracks where you're like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. And uh, we're going off the guide that we have, our, our level up guide. That's mm-hmm. what we're looking at, if you guys want to know. Like, you know, 15 unbroken bar muscle-ups, right? 30 unbroken yeah. ring muscle-ups. That's where we're going. We're not making this numbers up. It's all posted on the chart. That's where we're taking it from right there. Yeah. And so many people come to us too and they're like, well, how do I get my, you know, how do I get my first pull up? How do I do this? I'm like, well, don't worry about the how right, right away, but we need to, we need to lay a foundation first. We need to get you stronger first. So that way we can even do skills and do the drills because, you know, you can, if you're not strong enough to even do the skills and drills, then you're setting yourself up for failure or injury. So we want to make sure that we're, we have something there till we can help you guys build strength and we can, um, that will help you with your progression moving forward. And there's so much more than just skills or just so much more than learning how to kip. Right. You need to have strength behind it. Right. It's it's helping you get to the next level, essentially, right? Yeah, Whatever that level will be. If you're brand new and you're trying to get to an RX, right, pathway, or if you've been doing the RX pathway and you're trying to get to, like, maybe an RX plus pathway or, or have those extra skills to do more level up your fitness, mm-hmm. it's a way of doing that for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get in the mentality that, in order to get better at CrossFit, I need more CrossFit, and that's not necessarily that's not true. The truth. Yeah, yeah, you need you like there. Need, there's a whole other realm of fitness that will help your CrossFit, and I learned that when I was working with my coach all those years ago when I was competing, is that you know I was doing a ton of single leg work, I was doing single arm dumbbell rows and inclined dumbbell bench press and tempo, and tempo squats, doing pause squats and RDLs. Yeah, already I know a ton of <laughs> RDLs and things like that, like things that you would normally do in like a traditional gym. But then what's crazy is that all that stuff I did transferred over to my CrossFit because yeah. I had that strength base, I had the muscle endurance, and my body actually was more durable. Well, that's the other thing too. Like it puts you on a path that's going to help you accessorize with the workouts that you're doing. So you're getting good conditioning from the class workout. You're getting good strength training yeah. from the class workout. But maybe like you know, if you want, it's to help you get over the hump. So, you yeah. Know, right now we're in a back squat cycle. We're trying to get stronger on our back squats, mm-hmm. right? We're doing, you know, on the pri- on the burnt or the build track, I should say, we're doing a ton of split-legged Bulgarian squats, mm-hmm. right? Strengthening up our quads, things like that. We're doing a ton of RDLs so that we can get a higher back squat at the end of the right. day or that higher volume, right? It's going to fill in all those gaps that we can't always get in classes. Right. That will allow, but it will complement classes. So that way you're getting everything you really need right. to progress and progress faster. And the ideal is for it to be like somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 25 minutes post-class or pre-class, right? It's not supposed to be a whole another 60-minute workout that you have no, to do on your own, no, things like it's, that. It's, 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 it's there so you also don't burn out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then that, so that's the, that's the build track, and then we're going to have a second track for everyone, which is the burn track. Mm-hmm. And the burn track is the ideal of, like, now we need to work on, like, stamina or cardio. Yes. Or, you know. All the non-sexy, boring right. kind of stuff. But stuff it, that it really necessary. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Or if, you're, <laughs> if your goal is, like, lose a lot of weight necessarily, right, and you need help, like, conditioning, where, like, hey, I want to be able to run for five minutes without yeah. – like falling down, right? Yeah. Like, or if you're just someone who already has the strength, but you oh, don't yeah. have the conditioning, like this is a great way to do it. And again, same thing going back to my coach, we did all that, you know, strength work. We also did a ton of aerobic work on top yeah. of it, like long aerobic pieces, a lot of intervals. wasn't fun, but it got my CrossFit a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something we, you know, the open showed you, right? I mean, we did a long aerobic capacity test before we got to do a one rep max thruster. Mm-hmm. And that's what made the thruster really hard. Right. Was the fact that you're so blown out from exactly. all the conditioning 
that made it tough. And even the first test, right, with the the row, like the sixty cal row, was really hard for a lot of people. Right. Had they not practiced, had not practiced into the fifty toes of bar, into the forty yeah. wall balls, that was just all conditioning drills and technique, right? Right. And that's what the that's what the burn is really trying to get you at is to get your conditioning up in a lot of different aspects, other than saying, "Hey, let's go run intervals." Right, like that's you know. There's gonna like, be a progression, just like with the strength. Right, there's always progressions to it. Always builds you up to it, but it's for that side of it. I mean, you know, like someone like me who, who's a good weightlifter already doesn't necessarily need to get stronger overall, right? Mm-hmm. It needs to, like I would be someone who's on the burn track. Like I need to con- get my conditioning higher. You know, my metcon need to go higher in those kind of pieces, right? Yeah, exactly. When you build that nice big aerobic base and you add vo- and you get volume under your belt with that then the biggest benefit that i see is when i go into my crossfit workouts i'm not sucking wind nearly as quickly yeah. um if, when I, if i do have to rest i rest less uh, my transitions are faster and for example just like with the, the shuttle run burpee thruster workout is that you're able to recover faster after a high intensity piece and then the heart your heart rate will actually lower quicker so that way you can go- get on that bar much faster yeah, it's just a tool of training to help you out. Like, it's one of the things that get very overlooked right away. I think a lot of people, when they first start, you know, we all look at the level up chart and we look at the top, which is like all the weightlifting stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But if you make your way down the level up chart and look at the bottom, there's a lot of conditioning stuff on there with yeah. the bike, with the rower, with the running, with the jump rope, yeah. all these different monostructural pieces that I think we overlook. And it's like you have to have a balanced overall fitness. Like that's what general, you know, GPP, general prepared mm-hmm. physical fitness is, is to have that overall balance, right? So it's not so you're skewed so far one direction or skewed so far the other way, right? right. So to have somewhere in the middle where you're, no matter what's thrown your way, you're physically prepared to handle it. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason behind the tracks is like, hey, we're, we're programming great workouts in the class that are going to get you great places, right? Mm-hmm. But there are, there are skills that are going to be lacking. There are certain aspects that are going to be lacking for you personally and for you, like for yourself. It's something to look at. Oh, I yeah, mean, absolutely. I think that we're all skewed towards one thing or 100%. more towards like, and that, so this will really help you because you're like, well, this is what I need to work on and I'll give you more focused work. And yeah. that's really what we need, right? Because if I'm not good at pull-ups and I only do pull-ups when it pops up once once or every two weeks in class, I'm not going to get any better. Yeah. But if on like the build program, guess what? I will have the opportunity to work on my pulling strength a lot more, a lot more, yeah. more, more frequently. And that's what people need. They need volume. They need frequency. Like if you want to get better at something, you need to you need to do it more frequently. Yeah, and and there's things that like the tracks do. I mean, I use myself. I've been on these tracks as a test dummy for a while now, like working through it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know myself, and there's I know you've on it now finally, right? Mm-hmm. But like you get on these test tracks and you look at some of the stuff, and you're like, and I'm like, I have no idea how this is going to help me get what my goal is, right? Mm-hmm. And then you do it, and you're like, and you start to notice, like, oh, this is actually right, like you know. After like a week or two of it, and you're like, well, I'm actually all these bent over rows are paying off. The pull-ups are like the easiest part of the workout right. today, right? You're yeah. like, all this stuff that you normally challenge with, like it all pays It all pays dividends later on. Exactly. And it adds structure too, to where you're not just like, I'm just going to work on my pull-ups after class. Well, yeah. you know what well, I mean? Specifically. Like yeah, it, exactly. You know, a lot of times, something yeah. more focused. Well, a lot of times we look at one thing and we go, oh, I'm just going to do this. And we don't see that there's all these other options, small muscle groups or volume that we can be putting somewhere yeah. else volume that pays off a lot, exactly. right? Volume, if you know Caitlin, rest, if you guys tempo, have ever worked with Caitlin, it's all ten, about volume. Time under, time under tension, all <laughs> yeah. those things. All those things can be manipulated to make progress a lot faster. Yeah. So that's what's coming up. So, you know, looking forward to the next two months for you guys, like the big thing is, 
you know, we're going to run a six-week um, clinic where, you know, we're going to have our coaches here training once a week with you, giving you some accessories specifically focused on your testing in and testing out of your CrossFit total, right? Back squat, press, and deadlift, and that's what we want to strengthen for you. It's going to go right along with our um, class six-week cycle that we'll be into as well. So you'll actually get, like, a lot of good class things and then your personal um, accessories will come with it. Mm-hmm. And then rolling right into May, you know, we're changing up the tracks because, you know, the the build and bird are coming and we want you guys to be prepared for whatever is happening. And I mean, at the end of May, we know it's coming. It's Murph, Murph. right? So if you are really bad at pull-ups, you're really bad at push-ups, Now's the time you're really to start bad getting at ready. running, <laughs> it's coming in a big dose, right? So that you can be prepared to handle these volumes, right? And then later on in the year, there's going to be some more things popping up. Just a hint for everybody. There's going to be some things popping up that you guys are probably going to want to try and do or some challenges that are going to arise. And we want you guys to have the full preparedness to um, attack that, right? 100%. Okay, and also our build and burn, build and burn tracks as well as our six-week strength clinic will be allowed for non-members to sign up as well. So you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. yeah, so you don't necessarily have to be a member of the gym to get on a private track or come in and take a specialty class with us, right? Um, but we can always talk. Like, you always can email us or text us, and we can give you more details as well. Yeah, for that. exactly. It's a, it's a great way if you have someone who's kind of on the fence about, you know, actually checking out Red Wolf that, you know, you can get them on something that's kind of a little bit lower, lower barrier to entry, and then they'll have some focused work to do work with our coach. And, um, yeah, it's a great way to just kind of get their feet wet. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week for the Pack Mentality podcast. If this, if this uh, information was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. And until next time, good luck, have fun. <laughs>